0: That's noo to sign up for your trial today.
1: Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Enchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEnchkin, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Here to recap Tuesday's action on the diamond, get you ready for a full Wednesday 16 games on tap for you. So let's get cracking. News and notes from Tuesday. We'll start off with a somber note. Orioles legend Brooks Robinson passed away. He's been a part of the Orioles organization since 1955. Multiple gold gloves, multiple all- all-stars, multiple everything. The guy was an elite Elite talent at third base and a great baseball player. So Brooks Robinson passes away in an awesome fashion. Gunner Henderson, first at bat for the Orioles on Tuesday, hits a home run. Just one of those things you kind of feel like it's meant to be. So Orioles legend, Brooke Robinson, passes away. Baseball loses a great one. Marlins and Mets. Game was postponed as city field conditions were not playable due to all the impacts of the rain from the hurricane that has gone through. The Marlins and Mets will play a doubleheader scheduled for Wednesday. Luis Robert was placed on the I.L. with a mild MCL sprain. At least the White Sox didn't do that day-to-day thing that we're used to with them. And Bob had a pretty solid season. Hit 264, 38 home runs, 90 runs scored, 80 RBIs, and 20 stolen bases in 145 games played. Very, very solid season for Luis Robert. Looking forward to seeing what he can do in 2024. The Toronto Blue Jays activated Brandon Belt from the I.L. on Tuesday and also called up reliever Jay Jackson to add some depth to the bullpen. They, spent, they sent Spencer Horwitz and Nate Pearson to the Florida Complex League to stay active and ready to go since AAA is all but over. The Milwaukee Brewers placed Trevor McGill on the paternity list, recalling Colin Ray to fill that spot on the rotation. Ray has been kind of yo-yoed back and forth for quite some time at the end of the season for the Brew crew. The uh, Cardinals, they shuffled up their rotation. Miles Miklas was moved to start on Tuesday, moving Zach Thompson to Wednesday, who was supposed to start on Tuesday, Dakota, Ta- Dakota Hudson is scheduled to pitch on Thursday. That'll finish out that series for the Cardinals. Everything is to be determined over the weekend for St. Louis. And one of those to be determined will not be Adam Wainwright as he is not an option to pitch this weekend. Guess he played catch in San Diego. There's no way he's pitching said manager, Ollie Marmel, but Marmol said they may try to get in that bat for Adam Wainwright. So we can have one final goodbye in front of the fans in St. Louis. Felix Bautista He threw off the mound once again on Tuesday, looked really good apparently, and the Orioles will make a decision on the next move soon as time is running out to see when and what they want to do with Felix Bautista. The Twins activated Brock Stewart from the IL and to make room for him on the 40-day, of our 40-man roster, they DFA'd Dylan Floro. Yankees, they announced Aaron Judge, will not need offseason surgery on his toe, which was speculated earlier in the season that he might need surgery and would have missed the remainder of the season. He's come back, he's swung the bat well, and will not need surgery after all. The Oakland A's, they activated J.D. Blade from the IL and sent Kevin Smith. Um, obviously, they'll say back to AAA, but as we know, AAA season, not happening anymore. San Francisco Giants' Kyle Harrison was scratched from Tuesday's start with an illness. We'll see if he when and if he makes another start this season. J.D. Davis also left Tuesday's game with a left shoulder strain as he's had a pretty good season. That could end it for him. Texas Ranger Corey Seager left Tuesday's game with a forearm injury. He suffered by getting hit by a pitch from Reed Detmers. X-rays came back negative on Seager. He is day-to-day, and the Rangers are still fighting for a postseason berth, so they're going to need Seager back as soon as possible. Last but not least, Chaz McCormick was helped off the field Tuesday after getting hit in the back with a 99-mile-per-hour fastball. Pretty gnarly stuff. Uh, he collapsed to the ground when he got hit. He's day-to-day with this back injury, but it was gnarly looking. That 99 of the back, not going to feel good, period, and it did not feel good for Chaz McCormick. All right, I talk a ton about PL Plus and PL Pro, and for good reasons. You get a lot of great free content at pictureless.com, no doubt in that written content, podcasts, much, much more. But PL Plus, PL Pro gets you even more content, more tools, front of the line for what's coming next at pitcherlist.com. And also gets you an amazing Discord. If you like baseball, you like fantasy baseball, it has all of it covered in the Discord at PL Plus and PL Pro. It's so much great stuff for every type of baseball fan out there. But what it also gets you access to is QB list. You know, that other sport, football, fantasy football, that's going on right now heading into week four of the fantasy football season. Well, well, QB list will have you covered in the PL Plus, PL Pro Discord. All your start sick questions, your waiver wire questions, and much, much more, you can get access to all of that. By becoming a member at PL Plus and PL Pro. So don't wait any longer. Sign up. You will not regret it. Some hitting highlights from Tuesday. Lots of offense on the Diamond. Alex Kirilov went one for two with a home run, three runs scored, two RBIs, and two walks as the Twins put up a ton of runs on Tuesday. Since returning from the IL on September 8th, hit hitting 256 with three home runs, 10 runs scored, eight RBIs, and a stolen base. He's having a nice season when healthy. Be nice if you have a full healthy season. Seems to be a trend with the twins with their big time prospects that we just can't keep them on the field. Bo Naylor, it's been a great season for Bo Naylor. Took forever for him to get called up by the Guardians, but he is flourishing right now. On Tuesday, he returned to the lineup after being date today with an injury. He went one for three with a home run, two runs scored, three RBIs, and a walk. Since September 1st, Bo Naylor is hitting 319, three home runs, 12 runs scored. 11 RBIs, he's thrown in four stolen bases as a catcher, which is great. He's also walking over 20% of the time while striking out around 10% of the time. Bo Naylor is showing some elite talents, and it's going to catapult him up to catcher rankings for 2024. Brandon Drury, he's finishing the season on a big note. One for two with a home run, a run scored, to three RBIs on Tuesday. Over Drury's last eight games, he's hitting 333, three home runs, four runs scored and 10 RBIs as the Angels are trying to do anything to play some kind of spoiler down the stretch. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Tuesday. Seth Lugo continues to put together a great season, likely his last start of the season. Lugo won eight and two-thirds shutout innings against the Giants with three hits, three walks, and seven strikeouts. Lugo had eight whiffs and a 24% CSW on 123 pitches, which is just bonkers to think about. Over Lugo's last nine starts, he's thrown 54 innings, allowed 15 earned runs with 50 strikeouts. If you've been using Lugo this season, you have been rewarded greatly. Michael King continues to just be outstanding since joining the Yankees rotation. On Tuesday against the Jays, Michael King, six shutout innings with one hit. Did have the five walks, which was a bit of a bugaboo, but also five strikeouts. He had nine whiffs and a 34% CSW over Kings last seven starts since joining the rotation with the Yankees 34 and a third innings pitched four earned runs total and 47 strikeouts. Outstanding stuff from Michael King. And then Bailey Ober. He was one that was pitching great to start the year, kind of scuffle a bit, went back to triple A to get a breather as the innings limit was uh, coming to a a halt for Ober. He's made three starts since returning from the, um, from the minors. And on Tuesday against the A's, Ober went five shutout innings, two hits, no walks, eight K's. Ober had 16 lifts and a 37% CSW. Over his three starts since getting recalled. He's thrown five innings in each start for 15 innings pitched. Ober's allowed four earned runs over those three starts with 17 strikeouts. Really bouncing back in a big, big way. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Tuesday. We actually had some some quality saves, which we haven't had in a few days. Josh Hader picked up his 32nd save of the year for the Padres. Tyler Kinley picked up his 5th save of the year for the Rockies as he's been filling in in recent weeks. Yanner Cano picked up his 8th save of the year for the Orioles. Clay Holmes is 23rd save of the year for the Yankees. He got saved on back-to-back games. Pete Fairbanks is 25th save of the year for the Tampa Bay Rays. Rysel Iglesias saved 31 for the Braves, and Ryan Helsley saved 13 for the Cardinals as he has regained that closer's role in a big way to finish out the 2023 season. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on pitcherlist.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a peek at Wednesday's loaded action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
0: When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat.
1: And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. DFS, we have an 11-game slate. It's going to be a 10-game slate because the Mets-Marlins doubleheader will get canceled on that slate. So 10 games for you starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. We're looking at bats on this slate. I'm circling the Minnesota Twins versus Estes of the Oakland Athletics. The Dodgers and Coors Field versus Nate Davis. And the Cubbies against Darius Vines, making the spot start for the injured Charlie Morton. So Twins, Dodgers, Cubs is where I'd be looking to plant my flag initially, but lots of ways to go on a 10-game slate. Pitching-wise, Pablo Lopez is expensive, but a great great opportunity for Silicon Athletics. You got Dane Dunning looking to bounce back versus the struggling Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Wade Miley has a discount versus the Cardinals. And if you want to get crazy and you want to get real crazy, Sean Mania versus the San Diego Padres. Mania's been really, really good. Come on, seven shutout innings versus the Dodgers, but he's made three straight starts. Not, not a long man of late, just actually getting starts. I will say this much, though. Padres have been filthy versus lefties over the past month, like hitting well over 300, ISO around 240, um, striking out about 16% of the time. Mania's going to have his work cut out for him, but he's dirt cheap if you're feeling frisky. Some things I'm looking forward to on Wednesday. Tyler Glasnow versus Brian Bayo. Glasnow has scuffled a bit in his last three starts, allowed 14 earned runs over his last three starts. Uh, big game for the race as they're still still kind of competing for the AL East with the Orioles, but they've they've locked up a postseason berth unless it's a complete collapse. And then Brian Bayo, who's trying to finish out the season on a strong note, as he had a great season, but kind of scuffling towards the finish line as well. So a good one for Glasnow versus Bayo. Tariq Scuble versus Kansas City. Scuble has been outstanding since coming off the IL this season. And over his last month, he's got a, a K to walk of around 32%. Takes on a Royals team, which you can take advantage of. So Scuble trying to finish 2023 on a very, very high note. Yankees, Jays. Jay's still fighting for postseason birds. Got Garrett Cole versus Jose Barrios. Barrios had a rough outing against the Yankees his last time, but before that was been great. And then you got Garrett Cole still vying for a Cy Young versus uh Kevin Gossman. Cole has been great. So it should be a throw on Cole versus Barrios. And then up in the Pacific Northwest, Game 1 went to the Astros. Game 2 went to the Mariners. Game 3, Framer Valdez versus Bryce Miller. Valdez allowed six runs against the Royals in his last outing. And over his last, like, nine starts, it's been a, an up-and-down roller coaster for Valdez. He's either really, really good or really, really bad. So it'll be an interesting to see which Valdez shows up in a must-win for the Astros as they take on Bryce Miller and the Mariners show are in a must-win as well. Great postseason-type atmosphere up in Seattle. Can't wait to see that Framber Valdez, burst Bryce Miller. But that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Hope you all have a great Wednesday. Uh, I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Wednesday's Action on the Diamond and get you ready for Thursday. But for now, this was your First Pitch Podcast, Wednesday, September 27th edition. Hope you all have a great day.